you know? Nothing really makes sense. I wake up every day, my name is Joe every day, I'm hella tired every day, and I hate coffee every day. Welcome to Cup of Joe, the podcast where I talk about everything but coffee. Hello guys, welcome back to Cup of Joe. And you know, we're on episode three now. And for today's topic, we're going to be doing something just a little bit different. Like instead of me talking to myself, by myself, with myself in my room, we're actually going to get the wonderful opportunity of meeting my right hand man and my best friend today. And on today's episode, we're just going to be tackling some of the topics that LGBT people might face when, well, what they do face when they are trying to date in the LGBT community. If that sounds like something you might be interested, stick around because we have so much to say and so much information and it's just something you should fucking hear. So yeah. As I mentioned, I'm going to be having my first guest on the show and it's only mandatory. It's only right that I have my best friend slash right hand man we voo. Hey guys. We voo. Oh, such such a nice ring to your name. <laughs> first of all, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for joining thank me here today. Thank you for having me. I am a little nervous being your first like guest on the show. That's a lot of pressure. Well, hopefully all that pressure just melts right off when we start talking. I mean, this should go natural. I mean, we do live with we each other. We are best friends. We do live with each other. Yeah, we do see each other every day. Anyway. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I want to start this episode by asking you are you gay i mean i don't know am i mean I shit i don't know either the fuck? yes i am a gay man i've been out of the closet for about six years now yeah six years yeah. okay and how many people have you dated personally or how many potential relationships have there been for you man that's a little question i didn't come here to get interrogated but i did um Whopping zero men. Like, you know, finding love is hard. And what are some factors that you would say contribute into why you haven't found a boyfriend here? <laughs> well, well, take, all, take away the fact that we live here first. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I think the only contributing factor is, like, honestly, here. You know what I mean? Because, like, the lack of gay population in the Central Coast is sad. Like, there's no gay people here. There's not even a population. Or at least... There's not even a pop, bitch. <laughs> I know, there's not even a... But... Yeah, there's no gay people here to begin with. And I, what I personally feel like would be an issue trying to find love in the LGBT community is the fact that everyone hasn't necessarily come to terms with the fact that they're gay yet. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the feeling of the quest- questioning yourself constantly, like, why am I attracted? Why am I looking at men's catalogs, men's underwear catalogs? Why am I attracted to George Clooney? Mm-hmm. I feel. Why do I want to kind of play in my mom's hair and makeup? So I feel like those are a lot of questions that LGBT people ask themselves and they're not necessarily ready to answer if they're not comfortable coming with the fact, coming to terms with the fact that they're gay. No, yeah. And it's honestly so problematic because like a lot of individuals aren't ready to accept that they're not gay. And I, I get, I get it, you know, because like not everyone's situation is the same. Not everyone's situation is like butterflies and everything. Like mm-hmm. I'm thankful that my coming out situation wasn't the worst, but wasn't the best. It was just neutral. And do you want to tell us how you decided to come out to, to the world? Yeah, I came out to the world through, you know, like a really dumb Instagram post. It was like 2015. Mm-hmm. I just wrote like on my Instagram, like, 
stop asking me if I'm gay. But now I'm gay. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, some Period. Are you all were wondering, like and it's true. Yeah. I'm gay. Coming out with my parents, though, that was another situation. But, yeah, again, not a lot of people have the most nicest experience in coming out. So I understand why they would remain in the closet. And, you know, leading up to the point where you did come out, Mm -hmm. were there any role models for you? Like, were there any gay influences for you to look up to? Like, you know, like, I'm Black. You know, Black girls, we love Beyonce. Mm -hmm. We love Rihanna. Like, who who was that person for you? Personally, as, like, an Asian gay man, Mm -hmm. the only person I really looked up to was, like, Bretman Rock. And he was openly out. He was wearing makeup. It was so, like, it was super inspirational for me. Same with, like, RuPaul, like, yeah, seeing, like, RuPaul. another BIPOC person, like, out and living their best life was so inspirational, and, like, I drew from those inspirational people to, like, muster up the courage to finally come out, and that's how that happened. And I honestly, honestly feel that that's really toxic, mm-hmm. that you only had two people to look up to, because in mainstream media, in, in media... In general. Who... Are, like, the predominant, like, figures? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that was a rhetorical question. I'm going to answer it. Which be would be the main main people in media right now are white people. Especially in subcultures, like the LGBTQ, there's a lot of white figureheads standing, for the, standing out. Like, let's... Stick, what's an example? Like, Love, Simon, for example. Yes. We do not love Simon. Matter of fact, fuck Simon. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Just that movie, you know, at first he, at first he's straight. His girl, his girl best friend has a crush on him. He tries to hook his other friend with his girl best friend. That was so weird. Just the whole plot. Like, it does not happen like that. No, it does not happen like that. I mean, like, maybe it's for some people that happens like that. And like, again. And some princess and the frog type of fairy boo-boo ass fairy tale bullshit. It happens like that. But like, no, like. It really doesn't have to happen like that. A lot of the times, like, these teens are kicked out of their house. They're homeless. They're forced to work. Like, they're just forced to do things they're not supposed to. Like, it's not all pretties and butterflies, like I said. And it's not. And I honestly hate that. Because they did that in Love, Simon. Like, it was like, I feel like you almost got to choose. Because you remember the part when he was, like, on the Ferris wheel? And he was all like, fuck. Like, who would I go up there with? Like, mm. Yeah. Bitch, I ain't never gotten a mm. I never got to choose. Like, I never got to choose anything. Like, what? I, I, like, be, I should be, I'd be lucky if two people had a crush on me at the same time. Yeah, no, literally. And Surviving. You, you can honestly see it with, like, other movies, too. Like, the one with Timothy Shimalia, whatever his name is. Timothy Shimalia. Call, 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 call me by your name. Isn't that the one with the peach where he, like... Like, literally, the whole role of the movie was he went to the countryside, fell in love with a really old, hot doctor, and, like, he left. Like, boohoo. Get over it. Get over it, sir. Like, does that happen? <laughs> Bitch, we got bigger issues. We got bigger fish or to like, fly. Or, like, Bareback Mountain. Again, weird as fuck. Or, what, like... You... Bareback Mountain. I've never mm. seen it, but I think, like, the whole, like, precipice of... I don't know. I can't speak for it if I haven't seen it. But what do these all, like, big movies have in common? What do they have in common, Revu? White, white male, male leads. leads. Exactly. They have white male leads. And you think of it, like, let's look at other forms of media. Who are the top gay YouTubers at the moment? We have Jafari Shar, Jimothy Chemelay. Wait, nope. Jamea's Charles. Exactly. All white males. 
And, oh, this makes me so mad. But, like, you know the the Stonewall riot, right? And give us a little bit of context for the, I don't want to call them uneducated people who might not know what the Stonewall riots started. what What it sparked. Essentially, it was, like, the main, like, tipping point for LGBTQ rights. Like, the Stonewall riots was, like, the turning point. And, but if anyone knows anything about the Stonewall riots. Any educated person. Yeah. They would know that. The riot was mostly led by black and brown, trans, and drag queens, basically leading the movement for LGBTQ Mm -hmm. rights. Mm -hmm. So tell me why, when the movie came out, it was a white male lead. See, I feel like that's just, not even one, because there's just so many things that black and BIPOC people have started, but yet we seek, we don't get any of the recognition for, we don't get any credit for it. Exactly. And like... Literally, when you think of, like, the stereotypical, like, gay male, what do you think of? It's most like... James Charles, the white acrylic Starbucks drinking bitch. Like, Glee. Like, Glee, What the fuck? Glee? Don't even get me started, bro. I'm about to... uh Uh-uh. Again, again, like, the stereotypical white gay male who's, like, yeah, that's just, like, the standard. And I honestly feel like because of that standard, it has also made it hard for me to date, especially in the Central Coast. Because of, like, that standard of white gayness... I don't fit that standard. Mm-hmm. So immediately there's like the people aren't going to be necessarily stereotypically attracted to me. And that kind of hurts, you know, that kind of hurts low key. And I would definitely like to see more representation of BIPOC people within queer media and just the queer population in general, because it's not all sunshine. It's for everyone. I know. Yes. I actually wanted to touch on that a little bit mm-hmm. within the by, you know, talking about not necessarily being anyone's type, for example. Mm-hmm. Where we live, the predominant race is white. Yes. And I just remember, like, we when we were going to high school, there were some men I had crushes on. But I know, I, me too, me too, lucky, lucky. But, like, I knew deep down inside, like, deep down inside, like, they would never like me, like, as much compared to some of the other girls at my school who are also white. What I'm getting at is I knew that some of the people in my high school wouldn't necessarily be attracted to me because I'm black. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is such a toxic thing to think, especially as a colored person, that, oh, I wonder, would they like me because I'm black? And like you said, you know how white is the... Standard. Yeah, being white is the standard. So it's like when you're not white and you're trying to date someone, I feel like it can make it really hard. It can honestly get discouraged. And you might like almost... Like for me, like when I wanted to essentially... When I started like sprouting in high school mm-hmm. i found myself wanting to like dress and talk like some of the other girls in my high school mm-hmm. and the other girls in our high school are fucking white and it like kind of clicked with me that i would necessarily never be like them because i'm me i'm black i know my hair is kinky my hair is not straight you know yeah so like i was like that that's not that's not my reality like them me getting i could think about it but i would it would it necessarily happen no yeah and that's just something I had to come to terms with. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Yeah. And like to piggyback on what you're saying, like I think there's a lot of like parallels within like the heterosexual communities with like race in the homosexual community mm-hmm. too. Like again too. I honestly think it's a lot easier for white gay men to date. Well, like, yeah. I've talked to I've talked about this with my other BIPOC queer friends. And they say, yeah, it's like significantly easier for like white gays to date. Because again, they're kind of like, again, the standard. We yeah, see the media. The we see James Charles, Acrylic, Jeffree Star, all of that. All that. And it's just, it's it's a little discouraging. 
And especially in a small town like here, where it's already like they, they already white. They're it's already like, white. Fuck. <laughs> they like already where, white. where is it? Where, where do I start? I know. Can I start? Can I start here? Like shit. But it's okay though. We're not finding love on the Central Coast. If imagine saying I found love on the Central Coast. <clears throat> goodbye. Imagine being married. Imagine getting married at the Paso Robles Winery. Oh hell no, man. Dubai. No. Egypt. Africa. Talking Europe. about like talking about marriages, like like again, the game in here are weird. Like I've had married men hit married men hit me up. Going back to people like, not wanting accept, to come out. Yeah, yeah. not coming to terms with the fact like, that you they're gay. You want to eat my ass, but you don't want to share a meal with me during the day. You know what I mean? Like you want to eat my ass, but you don't want to eat out with me. If that makes any sense. It that that makes a hundred percent sense. Like you like almost like on the DL. Yeah, on the yeah. on the down low. A, a lot, lot of people are that's on the down low. Thing. We have racism and on the down low for the gay community. <laughs> what what else? And people are low-key racist on the down low here, too. Like, exactly. fuck. And there's just no winning. Can we fucking win, my guy? There's no winning. So what are so when you do have, you know, potential relationships, how do you get them? Like, are they more in real life or, you know, or do you, like, do you find yourself do- downloading dating apps? Yeah. Most of my love interests, surprisingly, have been not in the central coast. Like, they've always been, like, kind of, like, long distance. That's not surprising. Yeah, look at look like, where we live. Look at this place. Yeah, they've kind of been, like, far distance and long away. And, like, obviously don't work out because, like, they're far dis- long distance. And I'm not saying you mm-hmm. can't work out if you're long distance. Just me personally, like, I just can't do long distance. Yeah, I'm with you there, bitch. No, like, no. I need to stare at you and at least smell you, like, three times a day. I, exactly. I need to be able to pull up on you. Because I can't pull up on nobody who lives in fucking Arizona. I know. I got trust issues. That's why. Exactly. I, I just know. know. Like, I, gotta rent, I gotta keep you on your toes, bitch. I know. Tee-hee, hey. I don't even trust myself. Open the door, bitch. <laughs> it's exactly. 5 a.m., but I'm still here. But, yeah. So, I found most of these long distance men through, like, dating apps and stuff. And... Dating apps are scary. That's when you see the worst in people, honestly, is through dating apps. Honestly, yes, because you can be anyone you want on the internet, and that's kind of fucking scary. Yeah, no, like, some people are just straight up mean. Like, some people, I've seen, like, profiles on, like, Grindr and stuff, and they say, like, Mm -hmm. no fats, no femmes, no Asians, no blacks, no Latinos. Like, Wait, wait, so you'd go on these men's profiles, and literally in the bio, it'd be like, no blacks, no Asians, no Mexicans, no fats. No femmes. Like, yeah. Strictly dickly white. Strictly dickly white, mask, like, masculine. White men. White men. That's all they want. And, again, I blame the media for this, and just, like, the whole community, just, like, basing their whole entire, like, reputation and stereotypes just around white men, when clearly... You're There's, not encompassing you're not, the rest of the community. Exactly, exactly. I feel like the LGBT community needs to be a little bit more inclu- uh, inclusive yeah. of everyone. Because, like, a BIPOC LGBT individual experiences differ from a white LGBT individual. Because, like, let's think of it. We're just more prone to, like, everything. We're more prone to suicide, homelessness, poverty, Poverty. Less, we already here right we're now, We're both bitch. queer. <laughs> we're both queer. We're both BIPOC. We're both poor. <laughs> what else? Think about any queer BIPOC, uh, like, individual you can think of. They're poor. Literally. No, literally. like, not, like mm-hmm. no shade, no tea, but it is the reality. And we have to face that reality in our society, which sucks. Awful. <laughs> Does it... Sometimes, do you ever wish that you would find more people? I know some people have like a vendetta against. I know some people like don't like necessarily dating online. Like they prefer to meet their person in life. In which, to be honest, to be honest, I was that person too. But you honestly, you can find love anywhere, whether online or in person. But yeah, I I mean, I would love that fairy tale like meeting him at a coffee shop where I drop my like watch and he's like, 
I'm not my watch. Like, I don't did know. you lose this, miss? Yeah, like, <sighs> and like some, you know, like some boo-boo, like yeah. some boo-boo ass fucking shit. Some Cinderella. We drive into the stars, bitch. I just don't think that's like realistic. It's not. It's, it's definitely not, realistic, not. Especially here, and especially like, it's just not realistic anymore. And you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta find love. Maybe like a little hookup here and there. You know, mm-hmm, just talking about hookups. That's a whole other problem within the LGBTQ community. Oh, let's let's hit that problem. Let's hit that one. Like. Let's not, like, let's ignore the racism and, like, let's ignore, like, just our area. Like, just hookup culture in general within the LGBTQ community, at least within the gay community, is so toxic. We, I have this story I want to tell about, not, not it, it didn't go anywhere, it wasn't a hookup, but mm-hmm. it does involve white men and Tinder. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was, I don't even know how old I was, but... I was on Tinder. You know, your bitch was lonely. My school was white. I needed some type of color. Mm-hmm. I downloaded Tinder. I did not get any color, but I got more, I got more options. Mm-hmm. And I matched with this guy. And he went, he went to, he went to high school with us. And he was also in the grade, same grade as us, but he didn't go to the same high school. So that was already like, so you live in a Tascadero. You went to a Tascadero high and you stopped. So that was kind of, yeah, kind of already weird. So like, I'm already thinking like, what the, what the fuck could you have possibly done to get you to not live here? You know what I mean? So that, so we're talking and you know, like, I think he's cute. Like, you know, I like him. And then like, we're talking and then, you know, of course, as you talk to someone, those questions get asked like, oh, like, so what do you like? What are you looking for? Like, what turns you on? He, I was, so we got there. Mm -hmm. We got there. So we were kind of like, you know, dirty talking and like sex talking and then I was just like, oh, like, <laughs> what do you want to do to me? And I know it's fucking disgusting. I can't believe I said that. I kind of want to fucking bark. <laughs> but <laughs> nothing could have prepared me for what the fuck he was going to say next. He was all like, I think that you're just so fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, like, lay you down. I want to caress your shoulders. I want to play with your hair. And I want to cut off your clitoris. Ma'am. <laughs> what? We, the pure panic, the pure, I literally felt like someone took out my heart, put that bitch in a blender and then shoved it up my coochie so it can be fucking cut out. (laughs) When he told me that, I was just like, what prompts you to like think like that? Exactly. And also mind you, I don't know, just a little bit of education in Africa, there are tribes who perform surgeries who, and sometimes it, I think if I'm correct, I don't know if I'm correct, maybe, I don't know, but they might cut off the girl's clitoris to prevent them from having early sex or they sew up, they sew up the vaginal hole. And so for him to tell me that, and I think one of the, one of the, I love telling people I'm from Nigeria. So I know that's one of the first things I told him. (laughs) So I told him that, and then for him to still say that I want to cut off your clitoris, Oh my god! Wait, did you tell him about like? No, I I, didn't, I don't think he knew that. Okay. I'm just this is a connection I'm making now. That wow, that's yeah, the fucking so privilege for him to make that fucking type of comment to me, and I didn't give him any time. I should have killed him. Honestly, that's, uh, that's, I should have done so much more because I saw his little scrawny bitch ass at a party like a year later, and what did I think about? I thought about him coming close to my coochie and cutting off my clitoris. No, literally, that's actually. That's, isn't that a form of sexual th- like harassment threat? You know, you're, can we sue him? Probably or is it? Not. Probably not. Probably mm. not, because, you know, the judicial system. Yeah, I don't have any, like, particularly, like, horrible stories where, like, anyone wanted to hurt me like that or, like, cut off my tip. But 
Um, I did have some horrible dates here and there where there wasn't much chemistry between me and the person. But one date that really, or not a date, or one guy that kind of stuck out to me and has stuck to me to this day, and it kind of goes back to the whole like racial bias thing in the LGBTQ community, and this kind of come from it. So I was basically like talking to him, asking him, like just, we were just flirting, and I was like, you know, who, like, what's your type? Like, not saying what's your type, like I'm saying like, what do you look like for in guys? Hoping like he said like, I like guys. I like short guys like you. I like, like, <laughs> I like guys with personality. You know what I mean. I like guys who like taking pictures. Yeah, something like that. But like, I like me. Or like, I like you. You know, some yeah, throw me I a like bone. You. I like throw me a bone here. Please, please like me. And he said, at least fake it. You know, like if someone asks me, like, what, what, like, what do you like about me? I'll be like, oh, I like your shoulders. I like this, this, and this, and that. Like, yeah, I like your hair. He said to me, he was like, I like guys with pretty eyes like blue or green eyes and i kind of like i i like sat there and looked and bitch like, are my eyes blue or green to you bitch are you colorblind yeah and at first i was like you might be like okay what's the big deal it's honestly not that big of a deal like no one's like sexually attracted to eyeballs okay so like i wasn't that weird or maybe i don't know but i don't know it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because i've always had like an issue with my eyes i never liked my eyes and just hearing someone say i like pretty eyes opposed to like they're really implying that they don't like my eyes indirectly. And what are blue and green eyes associated with most of the times? Like Caucasian features. Eurocentric White people. Yeah, Eurocentric. Again, yeah, find the... Oh, okay. They're associated with Eurocentric features. And he basically indirectly told me that he liked white guys just from that. Just from that little sentence. He kind of already told you his type. Yeah, and I kind of just sat there and I was like, I don't know. I didn't. We. I didn't want. I kind of wanted to be like, oh, so you don't like my. I think I did. I think I did. It was like oh. fuck as you should. So you don't <laughs> like my eyes, the bitch. I think I said something like that, and he's like, no, 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 no. You, you. Like he. I think he realized what he said. Like Loki sounded bad, so he like backtracked, and I was like, no, no, fuck you. You already showed me your true colors, bitch. I know. He was kind of hot though. Whatever. I wish him the best of luck. No, I don't. No, we don't. Fuck him. We wish baldness. Which we wish receding hairlines. Period. We wish bad perms. We wish fucked up hair colors. We wish, wish. misfortune on all of our east. And all of them. Period. All of them. Yes. So and on I that think, note. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> on that note, yeah, the LGBTQ community sucks i mean not sucks the lgbt community could use a lot more bipoc representation yeah yeah the lgbt community needs representation inclusive inclusivity yes am i saying that right inclusivity Mm -hmm. yes inclusivity (laughs) we just need all don't blame us english isn't our first languages well shit all right that was that was the show guys thank you so much we thank you for joining me thank you for being here with me hey it was a really a little nerve-wracking but I hope I did okay. Okay, guys. And that was the show. And hopefully you stick around for this week's episode or this week's segment of Phase Me, which actually, Mr. Weevu. Yes. I'm not leaving yet. I'm not leaving yet. Not yet, bitch. Can't escape the duo yet. Uh The Holy Trinity. Actually, we don't have a third person. Just me and you. Yeah. Period. Period. The duo. Okay, guys. It is now time for... Drumroll, please. Phase me. And phase me is when I talk about what position the moon was in and how it affected me in my week. 
And today we're actually going to be having our guest, Mr. Weevu. Hey guys. He's going to be joining us and he's also going to be telling us about how the moon affected him in his week. Yes. So when the moon is in Sagittarius, you might be feeling a little bit more spontaneous, a little bit more broad minded, a little bit more joyful. And I feel like this week, my week was very eventful, which is that's spontaneous in itself because I I'm the type of person I don't like doing anything anything (laughs) i like besides like going out hanging out with my friends eating food and sitting on my ass i don't yeah it's a little podcast on the side i don't like fucking doing anything but this week i what i do we went to san francisco me and we took a trip to san francisco Mm -hmm. we sat food ate on our asses fucking amazing we didn't do shit or i didn't do shit we didn't do shit we didn't do shit (laughs) fucking loved it got back hanged out with my homegirl who's also a Sagittarius the baddest bitch Miss Leona Jefferson big shout out to her love her also what are some more Sagittarius people Melissa and her boyfriend love them love them I love most Sagittarius I feel like with Sagittarius they're either like an extreme hit or an extreme miss you're right yeah I've had some Sagittarius where I'm like what are you on like I will choke you right now here and then and I have some Sagittarius who's like you yes yeah. bitch like i vibe no i feel like i feel like i've definitely met some sagittarius we're all like mm, are you are you just trying to be feisty right now or are you just a fucking bitch because either way either way i will beat the fucking shit <laughs> right now but we love sagittarius though. overall i have a good sagittarius friend you have a good sagittarius friend most of my friends are sagittarius exactly. most of my friends are fire signs which without you know obviously i'm a libra i'm an air sign I'm a Leo. We love each other. We love each other. We're best friends and we live together. Yeah. So how has the moon affected me this week in Sagittarius? In Sagittarius. Um, how has the moon affected you? I think I've been a little bit more. Yeah, I've been a little bit more like adventurous. Like mm-hmm. again, we did we took like a small San Francisco trip. Yeah. Went to Michael's house. Literally sat there and didn't, passed out on his couch. Yeah, didn't do didn't, shit again. Didn't do nothing. Um. Yeah, and we just took, like, random walks. I don't know. And we're going to go on a trip today. Yes, I'm very excited for this trip. We are going to... Oh, we're going to... This this trip is going to feel so fucking good. My eyes are going to be opened after this trip. I know. Anyways, but yeah, I have felt very adventurous. I would say, like, you know, stereotypical, like, adventurous things. I have been feeling more adventurous since the moon went into Sagittarius. 100%. I think with the moon in Sagittarius, too, I'm a little bit, like... I don't want to say more, like snappy or like you know like do this right now right now but i'm just like like a lot of things like i noticed like i don't know or maybe it's, am i just on my period but i got off today mm. personally yeah i don't know i feel like when the sagittarius since i'm already like fiery when the moon enters sagittarius i'm kind of like eh. i love when the moon enters virgo or Libra or leo I love it when the moon enters Libra because I'm a Libra. So when the moon enters Libra, I know that I'm going to be that bitch for. I, I better feel like my best for like at least three days. I feel so beautiful when I'm when the moon's in Libra. When the moon's in Libra, you just have no choice but to radiate bad bitch energy. You just mm-hmm. like that. Just Leo, Libras are the zodiac sign. I'm sorry. Like I think Leo. I think Libras are the best zodiac sign. Yeah, definitely top three. Like any. Like even yeah, they're really. Mm-hmm. Well. Like, definitely either, the best yeah like either way anyway like ask anyone libra will always be in your top three at least we're coming out somewhat on top if not the very top bitch we was like second or we will i will literally like 
Don't I will play it. myself to I the top. Libra. Not Libra men, though. I'm oh, sorry. Libra I'm men. Sorry. I'm sorry about that. Libra women? Yes, Libra men, no. Libra men? No. I have... N- oh, my God. Libra men are the most evil, hard-to-read manipulative like make up your fucking mind and like that's evil, evil. that's okay. crazy saying that from me evil me. Like evil. oh wait okay what about sagittarius women or men sagittarius men for sure i love this i, I love, like sagittarius women though i like sagittarius men because they're funny yeah right they're I, funny they're yeah, nice yeah they're like really nice most of the times they're nice they're sweet they're funny like they like stick up for their friends mm. like they're not afraid of speaking their mind i love sagittarius men yes my Sag- future man must be Sagittarius. But Sagittarius women, though? Sagittarius women, hot. okay. They're hot. Yes, yes. Hot. Great fashion. Great bodies. Hot. We love a Sagittarius woman. Overall, Sagittarius, what do we rate them? Well, for me, just because I love Sagittarius. She's like my doing- sister. Not, not my sister sign, but like, I love me a good Sag. I'm going to give them a nine. Yeah, a good cohesive nine. A good nine. Yeah. Honestly, all fire signs. Nine. Nines. Nine. Nine. I, oh yeah, just all the signs in general. All the fucking signs. Well, yeah. Except for X. Except for actually no. Aquariuses. No, yeah, no, I can't stand Aquariuses. Well, I take that back. We love Aquariuses. We love Aquarius women. We love Aquarius women, Aquarius men. I need you to get up, and, and I need leave. you to fucking leave. No, I feel like Aquariuses. Like the reason why the reputation for Aquariuses is so bad is because of Aquarius men. It has to be because the Aquarius men that I dealt with. No. No, 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 we no, can't no, do that. It no. cannot be. I, it's honestly a cannot do that again. It's a common theme. Aquarius men. Yeah, it's just men. Fucking period, and that's what we're ending. Phase me on. Fuck men. Yeah, honestly. Well, guys. Yeah, that. That's it. That was the fucking show. I really enjoyed that. No, we. I really liked having you on here. Like, this is so like natural. I think it's because like we like live together. Yeah, and we're roommates. And we're best friends. We but. Each other naked. But that. That too. Anyways. That was the fucking show. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys already know the drill. If you liked it, DM me. Leave me a rate. Tell me how tell me what you liked. Tell me what you didn't like, but don't hurt my feelings a little bit too much. And with that being said, thank you guys. And I'll see you guys on the next episode of Cup of Joe. Bye. Should we sing them a melody? Uh, what melody? Goodbye. I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. No. Okay, we're just gonna cut that out. Bye guys. <laughs>